What are you are now training your horse because of a specific situation or circumstance or whether it is just been a lifelong dream of yours to actually get your own horse and to bring them on yourself, it can often feel a little bit daunting. And many riders will question whether they are good enough, whether they're able and whether they're capable. And today I want to dive into a quick way that you can begin to assess if you are indeed ready to begin training your own horse. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I help riders who are working alone with their horses, well, make a plan, get momentum, keep it going, and at the end of the day, actually succeed in working with their horse. Okay, so training your own horse, it can be this amazing, amazing, amazing opportunity, and yet it can also feel like a very, very, very heavy responsibility for many riders. And I think that really and truly all riders seem to fall into one or two categories here. You have the the first category of riders who they just think like, oh yeah, I can so do that, like piece of cake, okay? <laughs> watch me and watch me succeed as well. And then you have the second category, um, which I find myself working with more often than not. And those riders are really and truly second guessing themselves. They're kind of weighing up all the pros and the cons. They really don't have that much confidence maybe in themselves and their abilities. And very often what they'll say is that they're worried they ruin or they'll untrain their horse or they'll put their horse backwards, they'll damage their horse psychologically or whatever in some way okay now I think what's really important to understand here is that if you are working with your horse and whether you're doing it with a coach or a trainer or whether you're on your own with your horse you're already training your horse okay I think that is really really important to understand you see every single time you are interacting with your horse you're either accepting the behavior or you're correcting the behavior. You're saying, no, that's not acceptable. You can't be doing that. Or I want this different or whatever the case is. And that essentially, if we really get down to the nuts and bolts of it, that's training. So I think that once you actually realize, hold on, because I'm interacting with my horse, I am indeed training my horse, okay? And when you begin to realize that, it actually really and truly helps you to begin to show up a little bit differently for your horse. And indeed, even if you're not feeling really ready to train your own horse, you'll actually begin to, by just showing up, and if you want like, you know, getting out of the comfort zone every now and then, okay, doing it, like going through the motions, um, it's going to help you build your confidence in your abilities quicker and also see you get more positive results where your horse is concerned as well, okay? So it's really important to consider that. Now, the first thing that I think is really important when you actually... I suppose become aware of the fact that you are indeed training or untraining your horse is to understand how important it is to observe your horse and also to understand your horse, okay? Um, You know, very often, and I've experienced this myself, you'll be working with an animal and you think, I just wish you could tell me what you're thinking or what you don't understand or, you know, what what part of this is confusing for you? If you could just tell me, I could help kind of straighten it out for you, (laughs) okay? But the thing is, 
very often, and I would say 99.9% of the time, your horse is telling you. It's just that we're not really aware. We're not open. We're not looking for those signs, okay, of our horse actually trying to communicate with us, okay? So I think that it's really important to begin to observe and to take notice of your horse's responses. Like you want to notice the tiny changes. So in tension levels, your relaxation is always a good one, or it could be the rhythm and the suppleness. Now, the reason I choose those ones is because they're very like the, the lower levels of the training scale. So Anything that's a little bit off or a little bit less than understood or a little bit difficult or a little bit challenging, it's probably one of those that's going to go, okay? So it's really important when you begin then working with your horse that you're looking at, looking for those signs, first of all, and then that you're willing to adapt your aids and your approach, okay? You know, I used to say that horse riding, you and your horse is like this secret conversation that you have together. And it is, but you have to learn it. <laughs> you have to learn the language first, okay? So um, I think that it's really important. I also think this is something you can improve in just one single session with your horse. Once you commit to being observant and to kind of understanding what your horse is doing instead of maybe getting annoyed that he's not doing what you want him to do, okay, doing something different. Better start questioning that. That's interesting. Why is he doing that? Huh. Okay, that's a better way to approach it. Okay, from there, I mentioned how when you do notice that things are maybe uncomfortable, things are getting difficult, or you're, you're not getting the exact response you would like, you would then go back and you'd maybe tweak your aids a little bit, tweak your approach a little bit, which is why being able to master your aids is going to be so important, okay? Like all of the aids. And what's lovely about the aids is it's not just being able to like, oh, there's my leg aids or oh, there's my hand aids or whatever, okay? It's the blend of aids and the numerous different ways that they can be blended. And then figuring out, okay, what combination does my horse actually respond to best? What does he seem to understand best, okay? And what's really good news when it comes to aids is that you don't have to be the world's greatest rider. Now, I know you're a bit shocked there. You're like, oh, well, now, Lorna, you haven't seen me ride. But no, seriously, you don't. Because at the end of the day, you can actually begin to improve your aids when you're just on the ground beside your horse. So through groundwork and also through lunging, you can begin to develop your aids, understand your aids, refine your aids and not only that the communication that goes with it and I think that that's really important okay you're working on the ground and becoming I suppose clearer but the clarity is for you and your horse okay on the ground is going to help you and your horse when you do actually mount up into the saddle it's going to give both of you this like better understanding of your style and if you don't believe me that you have a style of course you have a style you've got this individual style nobody else rides like you nobody else is working exactly with the horse the way you're working with the horse that's your own style that's great that's marvelous okay we all need to develop our own style but 
you want your horse then to be able to understand your style, obviously, if you're going to train the horse, okay? So this is important, okay? But um, yeah, it's going to help both of you to do that. And you'll find that you'll be able to actually go much deeper then in the training and particularly the basics, which is really foundational then for doing the fancier stuff a little bit later, okay? Okay, the next thing to focus on then would be the timing and the feel. And I do feel that you do have to have kind of a fair understanding of the aids and how they work together and also a fair coordination kind of happening with your aids. <laughs> if every time you move your right hand and your left hand just automatically kind of does its own thing, okay? You need to work on that. That's important, okay? No, seriously, it is important to have this independent aids because when you can then couple that with the time that you're asking, so where you're asking within the stride or where you're asking just within the conversation itself or even your responses, how you're responding to what your horse does, being able to respond at the correct time, that is going to really and truly put the training onto a whole new level, okay? Um, I think that... When you are thinking about this like um, perfect moment, when we talk about timing, when we can develop feel as a rider, okay, and we couple that with timing the aids and everything, we don't have to keep thinking about the perfect moment. So that's like a big difference. If you're all the time trying to time your aids and you have to focus so hard on what the horse is doing and when it's happening and how it's happening and it all been put together and what are you doing and the coordination and pretty bit when you're like, it's about 50 million things that you have to group in together to try and make work in a single kind of a boom, okay? When you don't have to do that, when you've developed feel and you can couple that with timing, okay? you're going to be able to have this huge positive knock-on effect with your horse. And I think that that's where you and your horse really begin to tune into each other's energy. And I think that's really important. And I know that sounds a little bit like, I don't know, far out there, but it is true. It happens. You don't have to think about it. You just know what your horse is doing and what your horse is going to do. And you respond in the best possible way without ever having to actually think about the response that you've made. And that's really important. But again, that is going to be developed over time. It's going to be developed by you working on your aids, by you just making sure that you're consistent, that you're showing up. Um, and then from there, kind of developing a bit of a problem-solving attitude. Now, I know this seems like a strange one, but it's so true, okay? You see, when you are training your own horse, you are going to, well, you're going to come up against you know, things that don't go exactly to plan, okay? I don't want to say problems. We could say puzzles, okay, or challenges, okay? But you're going to come up with something that you're going to have to work around. You're going to have to find a way to overcome this, okay? And if you're going to keep getting flustered every time, that's not going to really help you or your horse. Remember, you showing up as a trainer it's kind of like you're just slightly one step ahead of your horse, okay? Um, but if you can just understand that, you know, things are going to go wonky every now and then, that's absolutely normal, and it just needs to be figured out, well, that is going to actually help your horse to also come to each challenge with that sort of a an attitude each time as well, okay? When you can pay attention to your horse and you really, really know your horse and you know your abilities, you're going to be able to kind of 
more quickly overcome those challenges as they show up. And I think that that's really, really, really important um, that you can then actually keep coming up with solutions to move the training forward. Now, I also think that this is where uh, having a community around you, um, whether it's in person or online, but and particularly who, you know, a community that has a couple of people that are a little bit more experienced or advanced than yourself. This can also be great. But I do think that you can, if you really put your mind to it, figure a lot of it out as well. Okay. Okay. My final point is that you know it. Horse riding is never a finished product. You're all the time learning. You're all the time growing your skills as a rider, as a trainer, okay? And your horse is the same, okay? All the time kind of developing, evolving, changing, growing. It's like this huge, I don't know, it's like a dance, okay? It's like this, you and your horse, you're, you're, the two of you are two different people. You both have these different experiences and yet you're trying to kind of move together, to train together. And of course, there's going to be ups and downs along the way. There couldn't possibly not be, okay? There has to be. But when you are positive and when you are open to tools and different approaches and whether that is different training techniques or maybe going to clinics, workshops, and um, when you're like that you're actually giving you and your horse more tools to work with and to actually really make the relationship and the training a more positive one going forward now i'm not saying you have to obviously like do every single thing in the book no but by sometimes just observing somebody do something that you don't agree with that's great knowledge you know that going forward so yeah i do think it's really really important though to be open in your approach and um, if i was to only do things a certain way forever with every single horse that wouldn't work okay and if you know children even if you know a couple of people okay you can't approach them all the same way different people they are they they prefer to be approached differently okay and horses are the same so it's really important that you're all the time open to this to finding new ways of doing it again i think if you're working with your horse the question is not are you ready or are you able to train the question is are you willing to be consistent are you willing to commit are you willing to be intentional and to be focused enough in order to show up as a better version of yourself for your horse? I think that's a good question. If you are working with your horse and you've no idea what to do, pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash planner. There's a free planner there that you can use. It's got an exercise in it. There's a whole, diff- lo- whole lo- a boatload of different ways that you can use it with your horse so as you and your horse can keep moving forward and doing it in a way that's fun and interesting. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a super week. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.